Welcome back to another scene with Sean. We have here a guest who's usually our, our, our interviewee, our interviewer, is now our interviewee for this episode, uh, Sean Lee. Uh, this episode is not going to be about uh, fact. This is a what-if episode. So uh, we're going to be talking about some, some would-you-rathers almost. So I'm looking forward to it, okay. Mr. Anthony Arrieta. <laughs> so my first question is, would you rather get beat up by a dude that is your size, um, let's say like once a year, or punch a baby in the face once? Easy question. Hands down. Punch a baby once. Wait, but this question, do I punch a baby once a year as well? Or do I just punch a baby once and I'm good for the rest it's of my just life? Just once. Just once. Oh, I'll sock a baby yeah, easily without, without question. Yes, with no remorse. Next question. Okay, next question. Uh, would you rather listen to one song for the rest of your life or only watch um, women's sports? Like whenever you turn on the t- you can't watch movies, you can't watch TV shows, you can't watch YouTube videos. All you can watch is like, like women's sport or or like golf, just like some, a sport that you're not a fan of. Dude, honestly, there's a lot of variety when it comes to women's sports. Women's basketball, women's swimming, women's body polo, women's wrestling. Why are you a fan of any of it? Well, what I'm saying is, I think, the, I think the question you're asking is what I'd rather listen to one song for the rest of my life or watch one show for the rest yes. of my life. And I'm well, saying... One, I'd, yeah, one... one sh- and, and to me, the value of listening to multiple songs is way more than the value of watching multiple different okay, things you're, on TV. You're, you're very music, music forward as opposed to TV. All right. Um, all right, how about this? If you were stranded on an island... What uh, historical figure or, yeah, what, what, or, or just a person in history that living or non-living would you bring with you? And what, what would you also, uh, yeah, what, let's just do that. What, what, historic, what person would you bring on an island with you stranded? That's a great question, man. Um, it depends. What's my purpose in the island if it was to just... If you're stranded... It was like a, like a If I was just looking for like a companion, I, it'd be Pamela Anderson because that'd be pretty dope to be just be stranded on an island with Pamela Anderson. But if I was stranded on an island with someone who needed to get resources, maybe like Fidel Castro or like... You think you had a connection? You're both stranded on an island. I'm, I'm thinking more like, I don't know, maybe like MacGyver maybe. Like, I don't know. Maybe some, I mean, you can think of some, yeah, or yeah, Bear Grylls, somebody who would help you in that situation. Or I mean, I guess you can go. You really, you're, if you would go companion, you would go Pamela Anderson. Squanto, like, like, Squanto, Native American who saved <laughs> the Pilgrims. Okay, okay. Any, <laughs> any explanation why you just think he's the most resourceful? I feel like when it comes to the Earth, the older you are, the better you are, more in tune with Earth. And it seems that Squanto is pretty fucking old. And the question I have for you is, would you rather know the date of your death or the date of a loved one's death? Uh, the date of my death. Is it like, it's like, 
okay, like he's uh, like, like it's permanent. Like there, there, there mm. couldn't be like, like if I shot myself, <laughs> no, would like I wouldn't die because I already you knew. Will die that day and that time. Okay, so it's it's like permanent. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think I would want to know my death. Someone person, yeah, I'm pretty selfish. I'm not close to that many people, family included. I think like. Okay, when the podcast is blowed up. Yeah, I don't. I I think I, I choose my I choose my own death. I would want to know when I when I died. I. That's crazy. Dude. Just so I at least I I have like a. You know, like like a due date of when I have to like finish my bucket list type stuff. Yeah. All right, I have I have one. If if we were to have an apocalypse, uh, what do you think is the most likely uh, apocalypse we'd have? Like, it could be zombie, it could be nuclear war, it could be uh, uh, fucking meteorite. I think it's either nuclear war or an ice age where everything, everything freezes over. Um, in both situations, well, I hope I to okay, be at well, a Costco. Like, you mean global warming? Are you talking about... I feel like... Because that's the... Global warming is the opposite of Ice Age. We wouldn't have an Ice Age. No, global warming is global literally just warming. the example of various means, like, well, climate like, changes. Climate change means, like, extreme change in the Who we're listening to right now is resident scholar and, and resident Caitlin Bundy. She's going to be talking to us about climate change and <laughs> the proper definitions and what it is. Caitlin Bundy, please take it away. Basically, climate change means extreme weather. So... If climate change were to mean hot weather, it would be extremely fucking yeah, hot. Saying, like, and if it were to be cold weather, we would freeze and die. Basically, death in every situation because it's extreme. I mean, I get that. I'm just saying I've heard of like the ice caps melting and like glaciers melting. So like I don't see an ice age happening. If if anything, I see like us like burning up, Ooh, like dying from like heat. You know. And what you don't really have in any example of extreme weather is an opposite reaction that happens in weather. So if you have an extreme heat stroke for a year, you have an immediate ice cold winter as the planet tries to get back to homeostasis. You could also get uh, ice age from like a nuclear winter. From like all the warheads. Yeah, so maybe stuff. they're one and the same. Ah, so a, like a combination of both the, the nuclear apocalypse and the ice age. Um, ladies and gentlemen, in the studio we also have Mr. Zachary Carroll's um, local photographer and member of the city. Let's see what he has. Um, the question we have today is, Zach, would you rather sit on a cake and eat a dick or sit on a dick and eat a cake? <laughs> sit on a dick and eat a cake for sure. So it's it's the way that I keep the most dignity. You know what I mean? Yeah, and at least you get to enjoy. But the cake. more important question is, as far as climate change goes and nuclear winters, the only thing I care about is if it's beautiful. If I can get a good picture out of it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, no matter like how much like human life or suffering or human loss, like, it doesn't matter. I agree. If if I die with a beautiful view. Story. Then, then, then I, I think I, I loved, I loved the good. It completes the story. Would you prefer a desert to take a photo of or a ever-expanding ocean or ice glacier to take a photo of? Mm. You're trying to be great. Ice, ice glacier probably because that's the only thing I haven't photos or photographed extensively. Zach, can you give us a little bit more information about your photography background? So I started off in video about seven and a half years ago, and then about 
three years ago or so, my buddy uh, lent me his T4i. We met in an avid editing class. And I just kind of took that with me everywhere I went for the next year and a half, two years, and I just learned photography. It had an 18 to 135 uh, EFS lens on it. That thing was beautiful. I would just go out into the forest with a full battery and an empty SD card, uh, get really high, and then just get lost in the forest all day. And I wouldn't leave or go home until I either emptied my battery or filled up an SD card. Why is photography important? Photography is important because it's a medium that lets us tell a story in a very short and quick form, shorter than anything that we have now or even you know, short form videos that are becoming more popular these days. Photography itself, it, it captures a moment and there's so many different things that you can do to accentuate those moments and the ways that you can adjust pictures is beyond anything you'd ever realize going into it. Like, oh yeah, you can take a picture and it's nice. Oh, that's Uncle Ben and, you know, you know Tabitha or some bit, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but that doesn't necessarily tell the story of yeah. who they are. Photography takes you to that place where you can take a picture of a kid on the side of the road in, Af in you know, Afghanistan, war-ridden place, and there's a certain look that they have and the way that you set the lighting up and made it a little bit of a harsh flash. Uh, there's a photographer I'm specifically referencing right now. I can't remember his name. Apologize. Um, but the way that he does his photos, it shows the despair, it shows the war zone, it shows what's really like going on there without you even like knowing like the context. You know that that kid lives in a war zone, you know he's living in adversity. He's, you, you can see all of this in his face and his eyes. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing to me because I hope that one day photography can evolve into a very special form where you can capture the full essence of a person or of a moment and what they were experiencing and all the things that were affecting that moment for them not just oh you know they're sitting there and they're a kid in the war zone no you you understand like what that kid's mom is going through you know she's been sold into slavery or something and he's now sitting here alone as an orphan with a dad that only shows up you know twice a week and being able to experience that as that kid as that orphan in that moment with that fear that unknowing sense of am i going to make it tomorrow and being completely okay with that because that's the only thing you've ever known and you don't see that without either a just thinking into it or b somehow fully experiencing that and so it's important because the more that we take pictures and the more that we excel this art form and video itself too, which is just motion photography, is the closer that we get to capturing the essence of a human being in its rawest form. I have a question. Would you, ra <laughs> would you rather uh, eat, every time you ate something, it was always spicy, or every time you ate something, it was always sour? Spicy, I love spicy. Spicy. You animus? I feel like you'd find a lot of things that are really interestingly spicy, like Fritos with peanut butter. What about sweet? Spicy or sweet? Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Scene with Sean, where we talk about the scene around Sean. Uh, today we <laughs> had the pleasure of speaking with local uh, artist Anthony Arrieta, Caitlin Mundy, and local photographer Zachary Carrolls. Um, the conversation with Zachary Carrolls will continue on to the next episode, but you're now listening to the miscellaneous episode. Congratulations, you made it thus far. Let's keep it going. Love you all. All right.